Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Katrin. Enjoy to me. As always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, what a great day. It's a great day. It's a great night. Um, hopefully, everybody's enjoying themselves. Uh, it's it's almost it's it's basically the holidays almost. Uh, hopefully your uh, your you, your job isn't working you too hard. Uh, you're kind of being able to relax or have you know. Or on the flip side of that, it's the holidays and your job's working you extra fucking hard. If that's the fucking case, I don't know. Just peace out a little bit and hang out, enjoy yourself, relax. Because basketball is is literally like two weeks away, Tyler. It's coming fast coming too fast it's absolutely coming too fast and um we are here to talk about well, actually i i feel like this is um incredibly val- uh, valuable for people who um either whether they're just getting into fantasy or they've been into fantasy a very long time exploiting others based on the rankings of a of a popular website uh, <laughs> it's it's a time a tradition like no other tyler i feel like you just have been thinking about that that little uh, thing you said there for like the last maybe six months. Um, maybe I have, maybe I have not. Um, but uh, man, every single year I end up in a league uh, where I know some of the people, like as a friend of a friend, or um, you know, it was just like, hey, man, I know you're into this. Do you want to be involved with this? And I go, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? It gets, it gets, you know, I like getting people to like actually enjoy themselves in a league. And, um, and then we get into the draft and we're drafting on ESPN or we're drafting on Yahoo and their rankings, um, are always really mediocre. And once again, I'm going to call it ESPN for having just fairly bad rankings, um, we're never going to get hired there. Uh, we're never going to get brought on DSBM because they have bad rankings and we say it all every year. Um, and, uh, Yahoo has some hits or misses. Yahoo is, I, I think personally better than ESPN in the rankings, but they got some pretty bad misses and that always leads to the ADPs being way off overall. Oh, for sure. And I think. I think there's always just going to be, no matter who's doing the rankings, there's always going to be something to exploit, right? Like there's always going to be somewhere where you differ, no matter who's doing the rankings. So I feel like, you know, it's just going to be always the thing, no matter what site you play on. And it's important to know the differences in the sites too. Like you mentioned, like ESPN, Yahoo, even Fantrax, like they all have a very different subset of rankings. And so that makes the ADPs a little bit crazy and, you know, some guys are good value on one site, but they might be of bad value on another site. Yeah, and it's even more important to set your rankings before your draft. Go in. Every, almost every single site has the ability to do this. Set your rankings. Go do your own rankings. Find Start at hashtagbasketball.com. Uh, very good rankings. Their rankings don't align exactly to mine, but it's a great, great starting point. And quite frankly, there's not uh, there's only a handful of players, like very few players that I had to like 
very drastically move based on their rankings. Um, and even then it was basically a, a discretionary, uh, a disagreement about minutes, right? It was like, oh, you, uh, Joey thinks that this guy's going to get 26 minutes. I think he's going to get 32 minutes. And that changes the rankings pretty drastically when you talk about those like first plateau, second plateau areas. Um, set your rankings ahead of time. That way you are not caught off guard when, um, as we are going to talk about here, um, Yahoo, when Brooke Lopez is 89th drafted player and ranked very, very low, but really uh, Brooke Lopez, probably a, a borderline top 50 guy. Yeah, right, and it's, there's always going to be someone. Brooke Lopez taking the cake in this one. And let's uh, so let's just let's just go at it. And I wanted to wait. I wanted to make sure we got in because every year the the major sites um, put out their rankings and then they shift their rankings. Like after a few weeks, usually uh, coinciding exactly when a bunch of other sites put out their rankings. I'm not going to say that that's on purpose or accident. I don't know. There's uh, certainly uh, not a case to be uh, made. So don't call any lawyers or anything like that. But um, the rankings have switched at Yahoo, and we are going to talk about ADPs on Yahoo as of this date um, here at the the uh, the ninth of December. Um, those ADPs feel like there's some pretty overrated players on here, and some very decent value uh, under underrated players as well. Oh, I'm with you there. All right, well, let's get right into it then. Um, I'm actually going to even add one guy that we, we talked about this, talking uh, about our what we thought a little bit ahead of time, but I'm going to even add another guy. I'm getting even more excited about uh, ripping these uh, these ADPs apart, and we're going to start at the very top. We're going to start about, usually at the top, there's overrated players. Now, usually there's not a lot of underrated players, like, oh, Luca is, um, you know... Um, is Luca? I don't even see him on here. Oh, he's like th- uh, third. Like, okay, cool. Like uh, Jokic is seventh. Well, maybe he, I think he's six. That's not that's not being underrated. Trey is nine. Maybe I think he's twelve. That's not being overrated. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna skip right to the second round here. And right off the back, a guy that um, I think we we called it out last year. A guy that um, he said was a rookie a couple years ago and he had insane numbers and people are like man wait until he gets better we we kind of looked at his stats we kind of looked at his playing time and said this guy's already playing 35 minutes a game and where is he going to improve like what portion of his game is going to improve and he didn't improve last year in fact i think he did worse last year i'm talking about donovan mitchell who is back being drafted at an ADP of 23.2. Tyler, what's going on here? I don't really know. I mean, he was the 45th best player in per game value last year. It's just not a lot of upside for him to improve. Like, he gets you 24 points, four rebounds, four assists, a steal, free throw percentage is good, you know, two and a half, three pointers. Like, Honestly, he should be in the third round, and he's always going in the second. And I don't really ever understand why, but I guess people just keep thinking he's going to take the leap. Uh, there's just not really that much room for him to grow. And and I guess you could say, okay, he's going to average 25 points a game this year, but even that extra point isn't really making a huge difference. Like 
what he needs to do is get the steals and blocks up, get the assists and rebounds up, and, and I just don't really see that happening. Yeah, uh, once again, it's like, man, like Donovan Mitchell's really good. And Donovan Mitchell scores. And Donovan Mitchell is pretty solid at rebounds and assists. Um, and for some uh, absolutely unknown reason, um, he's going like um, f- like five picks after Jimmy Butler, who's better at him in everything. Um, it, 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 I'm just really, really confused why he's going ahead of Rudy Gobert. Uh, I'm, I'm really confused why he's going ahead of Chris Paul, Drew Holiday. Um, Donovan Mitchell has not proven himself um, to be a good assist guy. His steals are fine. His rebounds are fine. He's a pretty good player. He's 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 a third tier player, and they got him at a second tier ranked. I would I would probably put him really really closer to, um, you know, the end of the third round instead of middle of the second round. I am with you there. All right, let's keep going. Um, another uh, overrated player. I think we've beaten the. Uh, there's no surprise that this guy was overrated. We've beaten the fact that he's overrated to death, so I don't think we have to dwell on it. Zion Williamson, 27. Come on, guys. What are you doing? What's going on here? I understand Zion Williamson is a great name. I understand if you're in a head-to-head league, he's a little bit more. He's more valuable in a head-to-head league than a roto league. But still, overall, what are you getting at 27? You're getting 25 points, maybe, if you're lucky. Maybe maybe some good rebounds, maybe like, but not like elite, elite rebounds. Like, if he's going to play 32 minutes a game, let's say, what's he going to get? Eight rebounds? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And two and a half assists, maybe, not even a steal, probably less than half a block. How many threes is he going to get? None and bad free throws, too. So what's the 65%? Okay, cool. So you're getting um really you're getting outstanding points. Um am I crazy to think that like um I don't know, like I can find most of those stats in the eighth round. You might not be able to find 25 points from like really anybody, and that, that that's a lot. But every one of the other stats that he produces, that you could you could find that in the eighth round. Yeah, and I mean, you could you could find 25 points at pick 27. We we talked about this the last time. Like, if you're picking him in the top 50, you're doing it wrong. Like, I don't see any path for him really to be a top 50 player this year, unless he gets lucky and the other team starts passing the ball and he can get a steal, you know, 1.2 steals a game or something. But, like, there's just no real path for Zion to be a top 50 player in my eyes. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Someone that I actually do have in my top 50, but I certainly don't have him at 28.6, Ja Morant. Uh, That is a hell of a leap. I understand he's a rookie. I understand he's a young player. He's got room to grow, but uh, John Morant, once again, a guy who's not shooting over 80% from uh, free throw, is not hitting a ton of threes either, but does have a lead assist. Um, and that's, that is that is something to at least point out, that um, people reaching for assists, which is something we talked about in our previous episode, that assists go quick, and you cannot leave the third round without somebody who, uh, who, who gets good assists. But uh, pick 28 is not the third round. 
Yeah, he didn't even get he didn't get a steal per game last year either. And he's not scoring the twenty points. Maybe you're gonna tell me that he is going to this year, but like he was the seventy eighth ranked player last year. Again, like the the next step for him is probably he sneaks into the top fifty, but he's not gonna be a top thirty player. Like I just don't see that. I don't see that leap coming. I don't either. Uh, there's tons of uh, uh, much better players uh, hiding uh, below him. Uh, Chris Paul at 35, Kyle Lowry at 45. Actually, I don't even think we have him in the under under ranked uh, list here. But like Kyle Lowry at 45 is actually quite under ranked. Um, and actually, we, we've arrived to our very first under ranked player. This guy is in the uh, top 30 in ADP. He is still under rank. He is actually being drafted at 30.1. This is your boy, Nikola Vujovic. Yeah, Vujovic is always just a little underrated. I think it's a little bit of a magic bias or something. You know, I don't know, but you know, Vujovic is just always really good. And there's there's good rebounds, there's good points, there's good assists. It's going to be close to a steal and a block a game. The percentages are good. Like Vooch is just always really good. You mentioned it, Kyle Lowry. He's him and Vooch in hashtags rankings are twenty eight and twenty nine, and that's probably about where they should be. Vooch maybe should be a little bit higher. And I think Vooch is much higher than that, in my opinion. The question is, can Vooch get back to like twenty one a game, or is he going to sit where he sat last year, where he was like just under twenty? I think that yeah. that 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 two points. Is going to be a big boost to him if he can get it. Um, the other thing too is Jonathan Isaac's not going to play after tearing his ACL in the bubble, so I think that's going to help Vooch get get some more rebounds, score a little bit more, steals and blocks maybe up a little bit. I'm a big fan of Vooch this year, and he's in my top twenty five. Um, but I don't, I won't say this one's super egregious because what he's going at thirty here, like I, I'd say I got him about five spots higher than that. Yeah, it's it's not super egregious, but it also I think it's um it's an obvious one that I think if you're in, in a league uh, with uh, fairly um, players that only pay attention to the big names, um, I mean like literally Al- Alex Caruso is going uh, in standard league value right now in Yahoo ADP, and that is an obvious oh I've heard of the Lakers before type of pick. Uh, Vujovic is a top twenty five player. Vujovic is a twenty ten. And he gets one, one, and one. He's getting over a three. He's going to get a steal and a block. Um, his percentages are great. If you are in a roto league, there's absolutely no question that Vujovic should be picked in the second round. Absolutely no question at all. And um, he's overlooked. He's overlooked all across the board. And I, it, I think you're right. It's simply because he is in Orlando. Um, our next guy who's overlooked, he's been overlooked. Um, actually, probably more so than Vujovic is uh, Nurkic, another big guy. Nurkic is great, and he's being drafted at thirty six point two. Yeah, that's just that's just too low. He's he's a second round guy for me this year. Um, I I just think the only place place he's really going to hurt you is threes. Yeah. He's going to score. He's going to rebound. He's going to get real good assists for a center. Steals are good. Blocks are good. Percentages are good. Like I, I don't know what's not to like and. I guess some people are hesitant because, you know, he missed a lot of time last year and he basically only played in the bubble, but I think Nurk's going to be real, real good. And I don't see any reason why the Blazers aren't going to play him a ton. And if you watch the bubble, you saw Nurk come back basically in full force. Um, this is a um, just absolute monster dude. And the, the only flaw in his game 
is the fact that he doesn't hit like consistent threes. The fact he, the fact that he even hits a three every once in a while is pretty cool. Um, that used to be something that centers would be like, oh man, this guy's great. He hits like 0.43s. Wow, what a what an amazing feat. Uh, now these days everybody's hitting like one to three threes. It doesn't matter. Threes are are a dime a dozen, right? But you know what's not a dime a dozen? Uh, one and a half blocks over a steal, and uh, you know being like 16 and 10 uh, with but, but almost four assists. That's that's you know. That's top 25 material. I, I He's not leaving my second round. He's a monster. Always a monster. Um, another um, overlooked player here at 41.3, Chris Middleton. Why does everyone hate Chris Middleton? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, have, I have no Middleton's idea. He's been a top 30 player for what, like three years in a row? What, what, what's changing? Uh, tell me this, Tyler. What is changing with Chris Middleton and his role to warrant such a um, drastic drop in his value? Here's the crazy part to me is both Middleton and Drew Holiday are down. So I guess maybe you could rationalize in your own brain like, oh, Holiday's coming in. He's going to take from Middleton or vice versa. Oh, Holiday stats are going to be worse because they have Giannis and Middleton. But I don't see how you could see it both ways, that that both guys are going to suffer. Like Bledsoe – Played pretty good last year and got a lot of points and had good assists. And I just don't really understand where people are coming from. I think, honestly, I have Giannis in my first round. I have Middleton in my, I have Middleton and Holiday in my second slash third round, like kind of right on that precipice of maybe he's a second, maybe he's a third round pick. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those uh, cases where people are overthinking it. Um, I think we've seen plenty of uh, evidence of teams where, like, you know, something like this happens where there's a pretty good guy and they bring in a third pretty good guy and you go, oh, man, they're going to share the ball. They're not going to get the ball. And actually, they better players make each other better. And it's like they they maybe get a little, you know, lose an assist here or there, but they're shooting a better percentage. They're a little bit more open because the other team's, you know, number one defender isn't on, you know, th- that player any longer. Um I, I think they thrive uh, li- living around Giannis. I think they're going to be just fine, both Holiday and Middleton. And at 41, I would love to have Middleton at 41. Absolutely love to have Middleton at 41. Um, let's lean in to the next guys because we've, we've, do- we've done it. Uh, I don't know. We're on year, I don't know. What is this, year two, year three? I don't know. Time doesn't really exist to me very uh, well anymore, the, the concept of time um is is very blurred in my mind in my my rotting old mind tyler but how long have we been telling people not to draft mitch robinson uh well this is year three for mitch rob right so so. I think probably three years yeah just i mean you can draft mitch rob if you want but he's going 46.2 in yahoo adp he was the 67th ranked player this year. And I know the story is, oh, he's going to play more minutes. Well, he I mentioned this last year. He averaged 3.3 fouls per game as a rookie. It was down to 3.2 fouls per game last year. Um, he fouls too much. can't stay on the court. And so he's never going to play that many minutes. And if he can't play that many minutes, the stats are never really going to be that high. He maybe gets to 24, 25 minutes a game. I don't really see him being a top 50 player this year, though. No, absolutely not. Um, he's not going to be a top 50 player this year. How about that? 
And on top of that, like, I understand if you're in a head-to-head league, you need dim blocks. Okay, fine. Like, I get it. You're going to get those blocks. You're taking a swing. But at least you're getting something back here. Um, Next guy is Christian Wood, who we've talked about extensively. But uh, he's going at 49.6. Still too high in our books. I know this is the sleeper de jour of the 2021 season. Everyone thinks they got a they got a fucking pin on Christian Wood right, or Christian Wood right now, and um, there is a little bit of a wrinkle here now because James Harden is talk. They're, they're talking about trading him. He could potentially leave Houston, and then Houston kind of turns back into whatever the Detroit Pistons were last year. And so I'm wondering if Harden leaves. Is Wood actually a good pick at 49? Because if he doesn't, I don't think he is. But is Wood a good pick at, at, at pick 50, basically? Do you, do you want to hitch your wagon to a four-category guy in the top 50? Um, I don't know. Because, probably because there's someone else available, and I'm about to talk about the guys who are available after 50 who should not be. Um, if any of those guys are able, no, but I don't think Kristen was like completely out of, um, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility to hover around that 50 mark in rankings. If he is the number one option on, on the Houston Rockets. Okay. Well, I'll go back to his stat line. In the 13 games that he started at the end of last year, they got everyone all hot and bothered. Like, he's giving you two assists a game in that stat line. That was by far per minute well over his his normal number. I don't even think he's going to get you two assists. The steals are not going to be good. Like, he's going to get you, even if he's playing like 32 minutes a game, it's going to be like 0.6, 0.7. So that's kind of a negative category right there. He's... Free throws are not going to be great. They're going to be like 74%, which is probably a little lower than you'd want, especially if he's going to be the number one option. That volume might be getting up there. And I'm not sure that he's going to hit a ton of threes. So certainly not worth a third round pick, which I've seen him go. He's certainly not worth a fourth round pick, which I, where I've seen him go. Um, I would, I would not take him in the fifth round personally. I would not take him in my top 50. Okay, so where are you taking him? This is a good question. I think this is this is a good a good thing for for people to understand. Like, we're not saying this guy doesn't have any value. I'm also worried about they have Demarcus Cousins and PJ Tucker, who are both good, and maybe Demarcus Cousins isn't anymore. I mean, maybe the injuries have sapped him enough where he's not good. But if Demarcus Cousins is the Demarcus Cousins of old, like PJ Tucker's going to play a lot of minutes too. So I don't know how many minutes are even going to be available for Christian Wood. True. And I I don't know where I would take him because, like, the uh, the promise is there, right? The ceiling is nice, but the ceiling is probably, like, I don't know, like 40, 48, 49, 50, where he's being drafted. And you don't want to draft somebody who, at their ceiling, that's, that's a terrible idea. Um, I'm going to list off some players that are ranked below him in ADP. Some of these players were uh, a couple of the players we're going to talk about, but the, some of them were just, just obvious better picks than Christian Wood. Um, 
Gordon Hayward at 53. I'd rather have Gordon Hayward. Jonas at uh, 55. Chris Jasper, is at 56. Uh, but he healed at 57. I'd rather have... Um, geez, man. I'd rather have uh, Bob Covington at 63. I'd rather have Tobias Harris at 61. I'd rather have Kelly Oubre at 66. You know what I mean? Like, you can keep going down that list. There's so he lot- ends up at the bottom of that, that tier, which probably means he ends up around 70 for me. 68, 70. Yeah, I, I, I said this to somebody, and I think they looked at me like I was crazy the other day. Like, honestly, he's not in my top 75. I think he barely makes mine. I think he barely and, makes my 75 because if Harden leaves, something there, there's a potential there for something at least valuable. And on the flip side of that, um, value is in the eye of the beholder, right? So if, um, you know, if Christian Wood is considered like a third, fourth round player by people and you have the ability to like keep him right now, if you're, if you're looking for keepers and he's going to like the third and fourth round, I don't care if you, if you don't think he's going to be a third and fourth round player, like I don't think he's going to be a third, fourth round player, but the other people in your league, you think he's going to be a third or fourth round player. Well, you know what? Keep him and then trade him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, if that's the, if that's where everyone else is valued, I mean, I'm like, I, I don't really see a path for him to be a third round player. Like, I just don't. It's maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong, but they're going off that sample that was literally like 13 games where he averaged almost a steal and, and one block a game. If you look at his per 36 numbers for his career, which I, I get it, he hasn't played like a whole ton. But he averages one steal per 36 minutes for his career, and he averaged 1.4 assists and one and a half blocks. Not many guys at all play 36 minutes a game. Yeah, like two, like two people play 36 minutes a game. Though I, everybody on the uh, New York Tibbs is going to play about 40 minutes a game. So good luck dude, to so, good luck to those so, guys. I want to talk about the Knicks for a second because they're actually kind of interesting to me in their front court. Because, like, is Toppin going to play? Or are they going to just, like, go Julius Randle at the four for, like, 42 minutes a game? So, like, my gut reaction is, like, yeah, of course Toppin's going to play. But then I remembered uh, a a certain uh, Tom Thibodeau who doesn't give a flying fuck about rookies. And I don't know, like, uh, is should you take if you're in a deep league, should you take Taj Gibson, like pick 150, because Taj Gibson is 100 percent gonna play like 32 minutes a game because Tibbs loves Taj Gibson. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what to do with this team. I really don't. Yeah, Knicks are Knicks are a head scratcher for sure. I don't I don't know what to do there. Um, but I'm just I'm super excited about uh, Tom Thibodeau being a coach again. Uh, the guys is uh, a, a lovable a lovable scamp, uh, and he's gonna he's literally going to tell the New York media to fuck off like every third day. It's gonna be so that dynamic. Like that's what you should be watching in New York with the Knicks is how much Tibbs hates the media and how much the media hates Tibbs. They're going to try to roast him, and he is going to come back a hundredfold. Tibbs is awesome. I can't wait. That's your boy. Right. 
Let's move on. Um, speaking of former, let's speak of the Knicks. There's a former Nick being drafted at 56 named, named Chris Tapps Porzingis. Now I know he's injured and I know he should be coming back sometime in January, but like January is like, I don't know, like three weeks away. So what, am, am I missing something here? Chris Tapps Porzingis at 56 seems a little low. For sure, for sure, for sure it is. Um, Christoph Porzingis was producing the best numbers of his career at the end of last season. And, you know, if you take that, like, kind of February through the bubble portion, which is like 21-game sample, he was averaging over 26 points, over nine rebounds, and two blocks a game. Christoph Porzingis is really good. I think it's going to take him a little bit to ramp up, obviously, because he's not going to be practicing during training camp. So, even in January, like it's going to be a little bit of a, a slow, rocky start. But once February hits, I think he's going to be definitely back to his full complement of minutes. And Princess Porzingis is going to be really, really good. Um, I get people shying away from him because of the injury. I get that. Uh, but we're talking about a guy who's potentially a top 20 player going uh, outside of the top 50. And I think... I understand him maybe dropping around, maybe dropping two, but he's going to be back in the middle of January. He's probably going to be uh, uh, back to you know ninety percent by the middle of February. You got February, you got March, March and April. Like you're looking, and if you're smart, you're playing in a roto league and you're looking for quality starts. Um, then you know fifty drafting at fifty six is far too low, and he's a very beautiful situation running a pick and roll with Luka Doncic. Um, I don't know. I just think I think it's personally too low. I get why people are drafting him there, but I think that's letting him slip. I think everybody's letting him slip. Yeah, he's definitely in my top fifty. Speaking of letting people slip, um, we for the first time ever last year, almost beautiful Bob Covington properly, almost properly rated. He still overproduced his value. This year, he has slipped once again down to 63rd in ADP. Will Bob Covington ever be properly ranked Tyler? No, he's a top 50 player. He never goes in the top 50. Yeah, I mean, like, he's he's 15 spots too low right here. Absolutely, he's 15 spots too low right here. Getting... Bob Covington at sixty three is a is a is a dream. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful Bob. He's a beautiful Bob Covington. And honestly, I think he's gonna he's gonna thrive in his new situation. So, um, a couple other under ranked guys, uh, Daniello Gallinari at eighty one. We talked about this in a previous episode. A lot of the uh, the lower rankings of Daniello Gallinari is that he's gonna like they think he's gonna play like 25, 24 minutes a game and like. Good players figure out a way to play. I understand it's risky, but I don't see a world where Danielle is an averaging 29. Good players get minutes. Absolutely. Um, Lopez. Brooke Lopez. This is maybe the most egregious. Um, 88.9. Almost 89th in ADP. Is it, am I taking crazy pills? He's a top 50 player. Is he not always a top 50 player? 
I know he's weird. I know he's a center that doesn't get rebounds. Like I know he's a strange dude, but even 26.7 minutes last year in nine cat leagues, he was ranked like 53rd. Like he's, he's almost a top 50, but he's hovering on that top 50. Uh, the year before that at 28 minutes per game, he was in, he was 32nd overall in per games. Um, He's just kind of a across the board good player, but his blocks are, are his blocks are sexy, man. Like over two blocks a game. Where can you find that? You can, man. Yes, I mean, like nobody's blocky shots really. So two blocks a game is fantastic. It's a little silly in '89. It's 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 certainly more silly than taking uh, Mitch Robinson for blocks at 48. Like that's switch those two players, and those are proper rankings. Um, Al Horford at 91. I know he's old. I know the minutes might be a little weird. Um, but he's going to play. He's probably going to play 30 minutes. And he plays 30 minutes. He's like a top 75 player. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I think, you know, for for him specifically, I don't think they're going to be able to trade him during this season. Like, I just don't. And so he's probably going to stick it out there for the year because they're going to want a draft pick, and I'm not sure anyone's going to give it to him, especially with that contract that he's got left. So I think Corford could be in for a real good year for the entire year. Absolutely. Let's talk about a few players that um, shouldn't just well should not be drafted where they're being drafted um, here at the uh, kind of the second half of the draft. This pains to, to to say it, but Larry Markin at 70, 72.8. And that feels a little high for a guy who, um, you know, he, he doesn't get you blocks. He doesn't give you assists. He could kind of bounce back into that 19.9 range that he did a couple years ago. But uh, even then, his field goal percentage was pretty low or big. 72.8 feels a little high. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to elaborate. Just a straight straight yes. Well, I mean, I don't think you I mean, I think you mentioned exactly why, right? There's not much else to say. Right. That's fair, Tyler. That is absolutely fair. Um, here's another guy I hate. I've always hated. You should not draft him. You should not like him. You should not want to be him. You should not Think about him in any positive way. Andrew Wiggins is being drafted at 74.7. Tyler, why? What are people doing? I understand he went to Golden State. I understand he played more minutes. He scored more points. He actually finished for the first time in his stupid career in the top 100 per game. He still is garbage. What are people doing? It's the points, man. People get excited about the points. Uh, if you're desperate for points, I guess you have to reach for him. Uh, that's why you should, you know, sew up your damn points at the beginning of the draft so you don't have to draft Andrew Wiggins at 74 and waste a perfectly good pick where there's plenty of dudes left in the draft that actually are valuable. Um, another uh, head scratcher here is Tyler Hero at 83. He's another guy. I mean, he's just like Wiggins, right? It's points and threes and not a lot else. I don't really understand why anyone wants him at, at 83. Like, he'd have to score basically – he'd have to do the Wiggins. He'd have to score 20 points a game and get you three threes and then still get you some defensive stats, and the defensive stashes really aren't there at all for Hero. 
Yeah, even if he scores a little bit more and, and steps up his game a little bit more, then he's probably ranked 83rd. Like, great, you just drafted him at his absolute ceiling. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, don't do that. Don't draft anyone at their absolute ceiling. Um, I guess unless you're picking, like, in the top 12. And that's a pretty good place to draft, so, to draft somebody at their absolute ceiling. Um, I think that's really our, in the in the top 100, those are our overranked and underranked players. Uh, we're going to have those listed out on the Patreon at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. That is going to be free for everyone. So even if you don't subscribe, shout out to all our subscribers. Um, that will still be free for you if you go to patreon.com slash watching boxes. But now it's time, Tyler, for the Yahoo bottom of the ADP happy hour for cool bros and ladies who like hot deals on late round picks who possibly could swing you the lead because they're being drafted outside the top 100. And I like it. I like their name. I like their value. And so do you list lightning round sponsored by Gatorade sponsored by, uh, Sponsored by ThriveFantasy.com, where if you use the promo code WTB, you will get $20 free dollars. When you deposit $20 or more, go to ThriveFantasy.com. It's a, uh, a very, very uh, interesting, new, and a unique way to play daily fantasy. It's like prop bets, but daily fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com. Use that promo code WTB. Sponsoring the very long... Um, deals at the end of the draft list that we are about to lightning round tyler let's go jared allen 108.5 jared allen's a top 100 player am i wrong jared allen good jared allen good at basketball gonna be a top 100 player facts boom dennis schroeder 109.7 why i don't i can you can you explain this one to me he was the 86th best player last year I don't really see why he's going to be so much worse this year. Like, good players play. Am I wrong? His situation got better? Yeah, and, he, and they're talking about starting him. Like, couldn't he play 32 minutes a game instead of 30.8? That's super confusing. Otto Porter, 112.5, a healthy Otto Porter. And this is, a, this is a little risky one. A healthy Otto Porter, maybe top 60. Um, A... Uh, Injured auto porter who's pouring um, champagne into ladies' mouths over Halloween weekend, uh, probably more 112. What do you think about auto porter? Oh, man. I, I'm interested to see what an auto porter looks like this preseason. I think auto porter is a good player. We've talked about auto porter for, for how many years now? About uh, he's, he's underrated. He's underrated. He's underrated. I think he's underrated again. I'm just hoping he can stay healthy. If he's healthy, he's playing, and he looks good in uh, preseason, there is absolutely no reason to take him out, um, um, out. There's no reason for him to get past the eight, like the 75th, 80th pick. Absolutely not. Uh, Seth Curry, 119. Starting for the Sixers? Yeah, I mean, they need the floor spacing. Seth Curry, a little bit, always a little bit underrated. Um, hoping he can get that steal back. We've seen him average over steal per game. He didn't really do that last year, but if he's starting, he's playing more minutes. He could get that steal back. Percentages are good. A lot of threes going to be decent points. Assists aren't terrible and he could get you a steal a game. 
This year, boy, he's in Dallas now. He used to be on the Sixers. Josh Richardson, 121. What's going this on? Might be, this one literally might be one of the worst ones. Josh Richardson, his last year in Miami was the 71st ranked player, shooting 41.2% from the field. Now he's going to go play with Luka Doncic, who makes everyone's percentages better. I could legitimately see him. I think he has a better chance to be a top 50 player than Zion. Is that crazy? Mm, yes. No. Yes. Yes. It's a little crazy, but not that crazy. Think about this. If he averages 16 points a game, okay. which isn't that crazy, right? You can do that. He, I mean, if he plays a handful of more minutes, he's open, shoot, hitting, hits a few more threes because everybody's guarding Luka. Okay. That's what I mean. And then he gets the steals back up. We've seen him be like a 1.2, 1.3 steals guy. He gets those back up. He averages close to a block a game. He gets the four rebounds and the four assists, and he shoots 45%. Because he's playing next to Luca. That's pushing the top 50 right there. Yeah, you're right. That puts him in solidly in that first plateau. And he is being drafted basically as your, like, you know, next to last round pick. He's being drafted at 121. Like, yeah, that's, I, I don't know what's going on there. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going to have Josh Richardson in a ton of leagues. Um, Next up on this list, 121.7, so basically 122 for Lou Williams. I know Lou Williams definitely had a little bit of an off season uh, last year with the Clippers, but I don't know. There's a lot of guys who uh, score and get, uh, and get assists being taken in the in the top 60 that basically do what, uh, almost what Lou Williams does. Yeah, Lou Williams was the 90th ranked player even in that down season last year. And now he's going 120-something. Like, Lou Williams is going to be a top 100 guy. There you go. Um, Alfred Payton, 137. Man, the only only worry I have about Alfred Payton is the Knicks and their crazy point guardness. Now, obviously, it's a new coach, so maybe that's good. And Alfred Payton is an elite assistant steals guy. You got to deal with the bad percentages. Now, the volume is not super high, but the percentages will be bad. There will be no threes. But... We talk about how hard assists are to get. If you can get Alfred Payton in your last round, a guy who, if he plays 27 minutes a game, can get you seven assists. That's something that a lot of people are going to have to do just because their point guard situation is going to be not good. I mean, I don't know what else they're going to do other than have Alfred Payton play, and if he does play then um well then you get some uh, some super quality assists and some steals from him which is more valuable than where he's being drafted at um you know 137 actually i saw him at 151 just a couple weeks ago so 137 he's moving up moving up in the rankings um congratulations to him Joey Ingles at 138. Now, Joey Ingles did not have a great year last year. Um, not, the, not the same kind of year that put him uh, as the darling of fantasy leagues for the last uh, two years before that. But Joey Ingles, basically uh, waiver wire material? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. He's still the 118th ranked player, even in the bad season last year. He was the 83rd ranked player the year before that. Um 
Yeah, you gotta just like Ingles. Ingles, we talked about this, I think, before, right? Sometimes you just want a safe guy who you're like, all right, man, this guy's gonna be like a top 100, top 120 player. You know, you're in a deeper league. Ingles is the perfect guy. He's gonna be a top 120 player, even if he's only playing 28 minutes a game. Like he just does a lot across the board. He's gonna get you some good assists. He's gonna get you a steal. He's gonna hit some threes. The percentages are gonna be just pretty good. That's the kind of guy I want in a deeper league if I'm just looking for a little bit of safety. Yeah, if you're in kind of a, a bigger, even just a slightly bigger league, right? Uh, league, right? This is a guy that's going to be overlooked, a guy who's not going to be ranked properly when you're drafting, and he's going to get you two threes, a steal, five assists, and four rebounds. And those add up over the course of your week, just knocking off 12, five and five with a steal and a couple threes just over and over and over again with really nothing that truly hurts you his game i know his points are, are fairly low but someone you're taking at like i don't know if you're taking him at 112 102 uh in a in a deeper league and, and someone else is just like reaching for some rookie who is going to be garbage uh, that's a great pick that's a great pick for you and even in standard leagues, he's going to overperform 138. Uh, our last pick, Darius Baisley, 142. This guy's starting in Oklahoma City. And I, I get that he's kind of an unknown, but, like, that seems low. 142. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It does seem very, very low. Um, I, I'm still kind of confused on what Oklahoma City is going to be. But I think Bases is going to play, and if he's going to play, somebody's got to do something there. They have SGA, they have Al Horford, and there a lot of the rest of that's question marks. So it could he's the, he's the nice last round flyer just because he could be something or he could be nothing, and you, you just drop him. Yeah, Basley's going basically undrafted, and there's no reason for him to be undrafted. There's no reason for a starter to be going uh, pretty much undrafted. You have to be a pretty garbage starter to go undrafted and he's not he's not a garbage starter at all he's got uh at least a little bit of an interesting game was hitting some threes getting a block um his steals are not bad his rebounds are not bad like that's a guy but if you're in a deeper league as well you know a guy that you would want to take instead of taking a swing on some uh you know some dumb uh uh, you know, I don't know, LaMelo Ball, I, uh, Darius Garland is going uh, uh, far too high in, in deeper leagues. Um, I, I don't know. There's a bunch of really garbage players that, like, I, I'm not interested in whatsoever, but I'm certainly interested in Darius Baisley, even in standard leagues, as a flyer in a late round. I'm with you on all that. All right, that is our Yahoo ADP episode uh we got i mean we got man we got to knock out a ton of content between now and the beginning of the season which is in like less than two weeks tyler so um tyler where can people find you on twitter you can find me on twitter at happy watch you can find me at watching the boxes if you want to support the show please rate and review the show or go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes subscribe to that help support the show we put all the money back in the show uh it's a lot of help we love our patreons and you get direct access to um you know helping improve the show giving feedback getting your topics into the show etc etc um we honestly we really appreciate it um and we're also sponsored by thrive fantasy.com use that promo code 
WTB, if you're playing daily, you might as well play ThriveFantasy.com and get that extra $20. we got a lot more coming for you guys, and it's going to be coming hot and heavy, including, potentially, Tyler, some live mock drafts on Twitch.com slash watching the boxes. What do you think about that? Oh, Michael, I am very excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to mess around on Twitch, and then I'm going to play Cyberpunk 2077 for the next, like, seven days. So... I'm excited for myself. Let's go. So, guys, see you soon. Thanks for joining us. Have a great evening, day, night, weekend. Have a great one.